You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Hey, thanks for joining me today as we begin a new week of pursuing God together. And uh, thanks to all of you who joined us at Eastside this weekend for our new series on relationships called Stress Fractures. And uh, I could just already sense God at work, and I believe He's going to do a lot of healing in many relationships in the coming weeks throughout this series. I ended my message this past weekend asking people to pray this prayer every day in the weeks ahead. God, please heal the relationship stress fractures in my life. Help me to own my stuff. Give me eyes to see the needs of others. Fill me with hope and empower me to extend grace just as you've extended to me. Amen. Do you know what the hardest part of praying that prayer is? It's waiting for the answer. Waiting for relationships to heal. Waiting for God to change you or another person from the inside out. We just hate to wait. It was only a matter of weeks after the resurrection of Jesus that a big transition occurred for his disciples, his closest followers. Think about this. 24-7 for three years, the disciples had been with Jesus wherever he went. They, they were with him. They ate with him. They traveled with him. They listened to him teach. They went on boat rides together. They had cookouts and ate fish by the seashore together. Then the disciples had been through this emotional roller coaster of watching Jesus die on a cross, believing that all hope was gone, that, you know, this was the end for them. But then he rose from the dead, which gave them just unbelievable joy. Now think about it. For three years, they had been physically with God. So as the book of Acts opens, they're on a high because Jesus has risen from the dead. But then he gives them some final instructions in Acts chapter 1, that that they would receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on them, that they would be his witnesses to the ends of the earth. Now listen to what happened next. Verse 9 of Acts 1 says, after he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes and a cloud hid him from their sight. 24-7 for three years they had been with Jesus and now he's gone, vanished. Talk about change, uncertainty. Talk about high anxiety. What were they going to do? This is the tremendous tension that's being felt by all of them. So what great words of encouragement and wisdom did Jesus give those disciples to help them prepare for this moment? He tells them in verse 4 of Acts 1, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait. Wait. Just wait in Jerusalem. Do you think that's what they wanted to hear? All of us hate to wait. Waiting can be one of the most difficult things we do in life. I know a woman who was on dialysis 10 hours a day, every day for four years, and every day all she could do was wait for her beeper to go off to say that a kidney was available for immediate transplant. The fact is, many of you are now in a season of waiting. You're waiting and hoping and longing to have a child, but still no child. You're waiting for someone to change. You're waiting for circumstances to change. You're waiting to hear whether or not you got the job. You're you're waiting for the chemotherapy or radiation treatments to be effective. You're anxiously waiting for the opportunity to get the vaccine. You're waiting for life to get back to normal. You know, as COVID cases continue to decrease, many of us are having a sense that we're getting ready yet again to go through a lot of change and we're heading into a new era and that's anxiety producing and exhilarating all at the same time. We don't see it clearly. We don't we don't know what's all ahead. But I'm hearing people use this kind of language. 
it seems like God is ready to get getting ready to do something new among us. I'm not sure what. I can't see it clearly. So I guess we're just going to have to wait and see. But waiting is hard. Watching Jesus ascend into the heavens was one of the most difficult changes, high anxiety, producing transitions his followers had ever had to deal with. And now they're told to wait. So what do we do while we wait? What did they do while they waited in times of transitions when it, when it seems like all we can do is wait? This week, I want us to consider some thoughts about seasons of waiting. And I hope you'll join me back here tomorrow. <laughs> but you're going to have to wait for those thoughts. God, I thank you for the privilege to just begin another week together. And uh, waiting is hard. And we know we're not the first followers of Jesus to go through seasons of waiting. And I thank you for what we can learn from those first followers who went through such a transition after Jesus ascended into heaven. God, I pray that even this day, while we're in the waiting, we would have a sense of your presence, your activity in your life. Give us all the awareness to remember that you're near. And if we draw near to you, you'll draw near to us. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, look forward to seeing you tomorrow.